All right. A combination of Dark Winter and the Green MacGuffin. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Dark Green Winter. We've had um, the Chevron CEO saying, I don't think there'll ever be another refinery built in America. These people are shutting down our power plants to power the grid, even as they're telling everybody, buy everything electric and put it on the grid. Well, as they're burdening the grid with more and more load, they're taking down the inputs to it based on the uh, climate MacGuffin. Uh, in France... The year-ahead power prices surged as much as 13% last Friday, uh, taking it to a new record. In Germany, they hit a new record uh, for the year-ahead electricity prices. It surged the price of electricity in Germany, as they're locking in contracts for it, surged 50% last week alone, last week alone, to a new record. Europe's benchmark gas prices at the Dutch hub surged by 40%, amid fears of a winter crunch in supplies. And so now the European Union, one of the key ones to create this problem, the European Green Deal, uh, it is a problem of their making, and now they're offering their solutions, which, of course, will make everything worse. Uh, the European Union now faces up to 10 years of terrible winters of energy insecurity as a result of its green agenda, with many nations in the bloc having gotten themselves addicted addicted to Russian gas in the service of climate-crazy ideas. Uh, nations across the European Union could be facing a future of 5 to 10 years of energy insecurity. Oh, okay, so, you know, we're only 7 to 8 years away from 2030. Sounds like a plan, doesn't it? Let's take everything away from everybody. Let's give them energy poverty. Let's make them poor through energy, through food, through housing. Let's take their jobs away and on and on. I mean, they are at the civil war has already begun. Actually, we just don't need to be fighting each other. We just need to understand. It's just the people at the top that have to go that have to go. Uh, China, meanwhile, is stepping in and alleviating the situation to the extent that some people are calling China a white knight. Well, no, actually they're not. They're a shrewd arb uh, arbitrage <laughs> uh, <laughs> night, if you will. <laughs> they're going to make a lot of money off of this foolishness. And they're doing arbitrage. They're buying gas from Russia and then selling it to Europe. And everybody's pretending that's not happening. But Zero Hedge has the story. China is aggressively reselling Russian gas to Europe. One month ago, said Zero Hedge, we were surprised to read how, despite a suppressed appetite for energy amid its housing crash and an economic downturn, uh, for which COVID zero has emerged as a convenient scapegoat for Emperor Xi. In the midst of all that, they said, look, you know, they're locking cities down. They've got a big economic downturn. Why are they using so much more fuel? It doesn't make any sense. So China's been soaking up more Russian natural gas so far this year, with imports from most other sources declining. In July, the uh, South China uh, Morning Post, uh, the official one of the official government papers, I think that's what it is, SCMP, uh, said in the first six months of the year, China bought a total volume that was 28.7% higher than last year. And the value, so they bought nearly 29% more, but the value went up by 182% in 
Because why? Because the price of all this stuff has skyrocketed. So they got 30% more stuff, and it went up by 180% in terms of price. Russia has surpassed Indonesia and the United States to become China's fourth largest supplier of liquid natural gas, LNG, so far this year. This, of course, is not to be confused with pipeline gas, where Russian producer Gazprom recently announced that its daily supplies to China had reached a new all-time high. So they're buying more LNG and they're getting more of the gas through the pipeline at the same time. So, so what's behind this bizarre surge in Russian imports, they asked. Well, uh, China imports over the um, half of the natural gas that it consumes. About two-thirds of it is in the form of LNG. Demand this year has fallen sharply because the economic headwinds and widespread shutdowns, so they've been forcing locking down Shanghai, one of the key manufacturing and exporting areas, just locking it down because of this zero-COVID nonsense. In other words, uh, why the surge in Russian LNG when, uh, number one, domestic demand is just not there, and number two, why at the expense of everybody else? Well, one of the things that they don't mention here, but we all know, is that Russia is giving a 30% discount. Uh, this, this story is even worse than Zero Hedge puts in there because um, they're getting all this stuff on the cheap from Russia. If you use Russian rubles, if you, use, if you pay for the, the gas in rubles or you pay for it in gold, you get a 30% discount. And then they can turn around and uh, pretend that it's not Russian gas. It's Chinese gas. Well, the Chinese are not producing it. <laughs> they're buying it from somewhere else. Who are they buying it from? Well, their own data shows that they're getting it from Russia. So they're getting it from Russia at a 30% discount. And then they're selling it at a very, very, very high premium. I mean, we're just talking about how the prices have gone up 40, 50% for the electricity. Uh, how even though the quantity that they were getting from Russia uh, went up by uh, 30%. The price went up by 180%. So it's costing six times more than it did, right? And uh, so they can get that, even though the price has gone up by a factor of six, that still represents a 30% discount to the market price. I mean, it's just amazing how much money China and Russia are making off of this, isn't it? One thing was clear. China wanted to keep its arms-length gas dealings with Russia as unclear as possible, which is why the General Administration of Customs of China stopped publicizing the breakdown of trade volume for pipeline natural gas since the beginning of this year. Uh, they don't want people to know where they're getting it. Well, we already have a lot of the uh, information as to where, that, where it was, so they stopped that because they don't want people to see what this game is. Well, we know why they did that, says Zero Hedge. China's been quietly reselling that evil, tainted Russian LNG to one place that desperately needs it more than anything, Europe. And, of course, it's charging a kidney's worth of markups in the process. As the Financial Times recently reported, Europe's fears of gas shortages heading into winter may not have been circumvented thanks to an unexpected white knight, China. Yeah, right. <laughs> a white knight. I mean, just, this is a, a shrewd black market arbitrage that they're doing here. 
a white knight. Okay. Uh, what the Financial Times ignores, says Zero Hedge, perhaps intentionally, is that it is not a surplus at all. Uh, if it was Chinese imports of Russian LNG uh, would collapse. No, the correct word is to describe the LNG that China is selling to Europe is Russian. Russian. So here's the bottom line, folks, and here's why I'm talking about this. You see that what our governments are doing, what the U.S. government, what the EU government is, uh, governments are doing, is they're making us poor off of these Russian sanctions. And we're getting poor as individuals, we're getting poor as nations, and yet China and Russia are getting much, much richer off of this. Uh, we are being played like fools. And I don't think the people running the countries uh, are fooled by this at all. I think this is their plan. I think it's their plan. Uh, they have a very, very simple move that they could make to alleviate this right away. And they could stop the Russian sanctions. But the Russian sanctions are there because they want us to suffer in terms of uh, economy, in terms of energy, and because they want to push us even worse into a war, into a war. That's the only way out for these people after the Trump shots, you understand, right? Uh, anybody going to be uh, going back and, and looking at, um, you know, several million people who have been seriously injured and killed with the Trump shots? when we're having tens of millions of people killed in a world war with the weapons that we have today. Yeah, we're going to have other things on our mind. That's the whole plan. That's the whole plan. As uh, Gerald Slinty always says, when everything else fails, they take you to war. Uh, the Financial Times flaws aside, the newspaper is correct that the longer <clears throat> this kind of circuitous bypass of Russian sanctions by a hypocritical Europe, which signals its virtue so loudly when the adversary is Russia, but doesn't say a peep when it is China. As long as this continues, China's influence on Europe will be bigger and bigger. As the Financial Times put it, the more desperate Europe becomes about its energy supplies, the more China's policy decisions will have the power to affect the bloc. As Europe attempts to wrestle out of its dependence on Russia for energy, the irony is that it's becoming even more dependent on China. In the end, all Europe has done is to replace one energy master with another, even though both are joined at the hip and laughing at the stupidity of the European leadership in Brussels, which under the sage advice of a petulant Scandinavian teenager, that would be Greta, uh, made all of this possible just in time for China, which together with Putin, now determines Europe's daily energy intake. And it made it possible for China to invade Taiwan without a peep from Europe's virtue signalers. Only be solved at the EU level. This is too big a problem for individual nations to handle. It's exactly the opposite. The individual nations need to tell the EU to take a hike. But this is all part of the centralization command control economy. And so they said, we must act at the European level and work in freezing gas prices. <laughs> this is their solution, not to produce more, not to stop artificially uh, inflating the prices with sanctions and creating uh, scarcity, supply chain issues with lockdowns and sanctions and wars. No, their solution is we're going to put in price controls. That'll take care of it. And we'll tax the people who are producing energy more. 
All of this is going to just make it worse. Uh, they went on another post to say there's an urgent need to introduce a European price cap. You see, they're, they're saying it and not just saying it once. They're saying it over and over again, everywhere, all of these people. High energy prices are a Europe-wide problem that we need to tackle at the European level, says another European bureaucrat. Do everything globally, right? Uh, the EU Energy Council will find a way to help people and businesses that we can agree on with other European leaders. Czech officials are proposing to cap the price of natural gas for power generation. A Belgian prime minister warned that the EU cannot continue resolving the problem of skyrocketing energy costs by cutting taxes. No, no, no. We're going to have to have a price cap, he said. common man. They created common core to dumb down our children. They created common past to track and control us. Their commons project to make sure the commoners own nothing and the communist future. They see the common man as simple, unsophisticated, ordinary. But each of us has worth and dignity created in the image of God. That is what we have in common. That is what they want to take away. Their most powerful weapons are isolation, deception, intimidation. They desire to know everything about us while they hide everything from us. It's time to turn that around and expose what they want to hide. Please share the information and links you'll find at thedavidnightshow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you can't support us financially, please keep us in your prayers. TheDavidKnightShow.com